Welcome to Chapter 2 of Health System CIO's interview with Robin Lang, CIO at Caramont Health. In this segment, she talks about the pivotal role leaders play in ensuring clinicians aren't bogged down with technology, why she initially turned down the chance to become an informatics liaison, and the unique opportunity health IT professionals have to touch and improve multiple lives. And I'm sure there's really something to be said for putting that hour in that will pay dividends later, but just really trying to, to get out in front of what could be challenges. Yes, and they're usually the team that hears long before anyone else what's not working well because folks are just trying to get through the day. They're here to see patients and deliver patient care and do it with kindness and compassion and they can't get bogged down with the technology. So if something doesn't work, we are masters in healthcare at working around it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you never know yeah. that it doesn't work until somebody <laughs> catches it and goes, oh my gosh, why are you doing it that way? Let me help you. Right. Or something's right. really broken and, and they don't know that it's broken. They just accept it for what it is and accept that, well, it's just a quirk of the system. So being out there in the community of physicians and saying, hey, we're here for you, what's working well, what's not working well, makes a big difference. Oh, sure. And I'm sure that your background probably plays in, into this philosophy quite a bit, um, having been in the position, and I would imagine that it really has helped shape your leadership strategy and, and your philosophy. Yeah, I think it absolutely has formed who I am. I, look back as a, a bedside nurse and think what would I have said to my younger self and it's amazing because I would have never paved this road for myself in my own planning but it's sort of a natural occurrence when you think about I was a nurse and got tapped to come in to help with the EMR project just like a lot of nurses and other types of clinicians radiology yeah. technologists and respiratory therapists come into this side of the world and it's because there's such a language barrier. And computers can do anything. They're amazing and incredible, but things that make sense in the computer world often don't make any sense in the mm -hmm. clinical world. And to yeah. the tech guys, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. You want the computer to do this, and it does that, but it does it at the wrong time of the patient interaction or whatever the case may be. So I think being the translator and understanding that patients are here for care. They expect the best technology. You don't have to advertise that you have cutting edge technology. They expect that. You're a hospital and you should be bringing the latest and greatest to them. But your care staff expect it to be seamless and in the background and not in the way of providing patient care. And the moment it is intrusive, that is when it becomes a barrier. So understanding how the flow of the day works, capturing what must be captured, meeting the regulatory needs, how do you make the workflow, just do those necessary things without having to think about them. You know, it's just natural. We, yeah. we really don't allow anybody to say no brainers because everything requires brains. We still have to be a thinking leading group, whether that's on the patient care side or the IT side. But I think being a nurse and coming up with understanding the physician's world to at least the degree a nurse uh, can understand and the struggles of seeing patients at a frenetic pace in a clinic versus the hectic pace of an OR, an inpatient unit, all the way to hospice 
having had experience in many of those clinical areas, I think really sets the tone. And I love and believe in our mission and vision. We believe in trust and we believe in just uncompromising compassion, uncommon compassion. That, that is what you know us for long before you know how technology uh, has advanced our care here at Caremont. Right. You had said that this was a, a road that you certainly wouldn't have necessarily foreseen, but it's <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I feel like it happens that way a lot. So how did you actually come into the CIO role? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I'd love to. I, I love to talk about how my organization grows from the bench and really believes in investing in our staff. So we have a program here where you can do tuition reimbursement, there are scholarship programs, there were career ladder opportunities where you, you know, through professional growth, you were able to be uh, reimbursed or have bonuses, great opportunities to participate on committees. So when the hospital made a decision that the senior leadership team was going to expand, we had a very limited sort of early on, early 1990s EMR. We had been a Siemens shop for many, many years. When they made the decision to move to Sorian, that's what we did back in uh, 2003, 4, and 5, they knew that in order to bring nursing along, there was going to need to be a really energetic um, and I guess that's how I describe myself because I just have such a passion for, I line up behind the people who say, let's try that because I've just found yeah. that's the way I gravitate. I, I believe in trying something new and different. I'm fiercely passionate about patient care and what we have to do for our community. So that opportunity came along to be the informatics liaison as the organization sort of moved down the road of let's put in a new organization-wide EMR. Now, this was for the hospital at that time, not so much into our practices. The okay. first time I was interviewed for it, though, I thought, this sounds really terrible. Who would ever want to be the computer nurse? And I actually <laughs> said no at first. I thought, this is how boring. I won't be seeing patients anymore. I don't think that is for me. But luckily, my CNO at the time and the CIO that I had the opportunity to come and work with saw something I, I didn't necessarily see and nudged me along and then mentored me through the first years of my career over in informatics. And we grew a team of clinicians that really became the educator and tester and implementer and communication hub for everything we were doing with Sorian. And we really uh, loved that product. It just as you know, Siemens uh, let that line of business go. That vertical is now Cerner. Mm -hmm. We really embrace the idea of meaningful use and an electronic record for all patients. And I got really passionate about how informaticists and technology can touch many, many patients instead of just the few that I could touch each and every day. And not only touch and improve the care that patients were receiving, but also touch and improve the care delivery that the clinicians were, were actually out on the floors struggling with their tools at times or being burdened by yeah. paperwork and regulatory requirements. So as I started to learn more about how technology could change those things, then I found this fuel of energy and passion for we can make this better and should make it better. Everybody can have a voice here. and 
make a difference in what happens when patients come through our system. We have been really successful meeting our goals as an organization, sort of duct taping many systems together, but it was pretty clear we were not going to go where we needed to go in the future of healthcare doing what we had been doing. So what got us to there was not going to get us where we needed to go. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.